People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, tiny-winy stuff. I volunteer as tribute. My name is Alice. I work for the Umbrella Corporation. Bayside High's original prom queen. He knows how to throw a Hadouken better than anybody. It's 8-Bit Phantom. Hey everyone, welcome to a, another episode of 8-Bit Fandom. This is episode 4. We've made it this far. <laughs> and I am, I am Adam, and we, with me as usual is Kat. How's it going? Yes. We have not crashed and burned yet. <laughs> not yet. Although there has been times like today where I just wanted to throw my computer out the window, but then we wouldn't oh, be podcasting. Only anymore. every time we record it. <laughs> it's, that, it's that fangirl curse. It, it lives it on. Is. I bring it with me every episode. <laughs> That's all right. Somehow we manage, though. We get through it. We do. Yep. We do. So, um start off the show make sure you like and follow our facebook page uh go to facebook and just search 8-bit fandom uh you can also find us on twitter at 8-bit fandom or email us at 8-bit fandom podcast at gmail.com uh, if you yes, have any... all the eights are the numeral not spelled out correct yes thanks for clearing that up um <laughs> If you have any topic ideas or you just want to reminisce with us or talk about anything that you geek about, hit us up. We're always uh, yep. we're always open for stuff. Um, and as you guys have noticed, we always post a commercial, a retro commercial, some at some point in the uh, in the show. And if you have one that you would like to get aired, send us a, just send it to us on any three of those media outlets, and we'll get it up. Yes. There. Yes, please, because every now and then somebody posts something, and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. So <laughs> please send it to us. Facebook is good about that. Facebook and YouTube. Because, like, once yes. you get on that, that rabbit trail, on, like, especially <laughs> on YouTube, you know, like if like me for the show and for, for Masters of the Retroverse, I did that a lot where I would post, like, you know, I would do retro commercials. So now I'm constantly getting all this 80s and 90s stuff that pops up on my on my YouTube feed. That's really cool, nice. you know. Nice. Um, like there was one that popped up the other day. It was like 15 minutes straight of 80s serial commercials, you know. But it was really cool because I remember <laughs> most of them from when I was a kid on Saturday mornings. You know, when you're watching watching Thundercats or Pee Wee's Herman Play Pee Wee's Playhouse or whatever. You know, you just yep. remember those commercials. It was cool. I know because like back in like the late 80s, early 90s, they did a lot of like themed. Cereals like there were Star Wars cereals and Rainbow Bright cereals and all these like weird. Cause they don't really do that anymore. <laughs> no, they really don't. They really don't. And it was really cool. I remember uh, 
There was uh, Mr. T cereal. Yes. <laughs> there was the there was the Star Wars C three POs. Yep. 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 Um, God, what else? They had all kinds of they stuff. They did. They oh really did. It was like everything, every little thing, Smurf. They had Smurf cereals. Yep. They, oh, my God. That was Anything the they could market. Anything they could market. <laughs> that's right. Yep. But that's all right. Yeah. Kids today won't realize, won't understand, but that's oh. okay. So, well, why don't you tell our listeners about Geek Like You? Yes. Okay, so like every episode, I'm going to tell you to go to Geek Like You. They have a Facebook page. They have a shop on Etsy. Go like their page. Go look at their stuff. Buy their stuff. Um, Because they are such supporters of our show, and they're so dedicated to our listeners as well. They have come up with a code. Um, So if you go on Etsy and you purchase an item, you can use the code, the numeral 8, BIT. Fan and you get 10% off your purchase. All one word. 8-bit fan. Yes, all one, all one word. word. And if you don't think I'm not actually going to use this for myself, then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I see you're wearing one of one of his shirts right I now. Am. It says, fangirling is my cardio. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It is. Love it is. It. So yes, definitely go like it. I mean, if you're listening to our show, then there's definitely, definitely something in that shop that you're going to love. So... Go take a look. Find something. Like I said before, he also does custom orders. So if you don't see your fandom being represented, just send them a message on Facebook and he'll be happy to help. Mm -hmm. Yep. He has the means for pretty much anything you can make about it. Sure does. And he's retired, so he enjoys it. So please give him him something to do. (laughs) Give him a challenge, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, so definitely go check them out. And, uh, you know, as always, thanks to Jamie and uh, and his show. Uh, not just his Etsy page, but he's also got the podcast, Mr. Throwback Thursday. So yes. make sure you go check that out. It's really cool. So It is really cool. He is always, um, like, interviewing famous DJs and rappers. And, I mean, he's just got such a great podcast. And, um, so I mean, him and Bill, too. That's his co-host. They have this great podcast and they just, you know, they, I don't know if they're like the only podcast or one of the first podcasts that really targeted this segment of um, like old school hip hop. But I mean, they're really generating like not only a large audience, but they're getting a lot of um, recognition from celebrities and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely worth your while to go check it out. Mm -hmm. Definitely for sure. Well, I say we jump right in, and uh, let's talk about what we're fangirling and fanboying about this week. We've got <laughs> quite the list here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, my thing that I completely blew my pants off about this week is <laughs> I saw this <laughs> Kickstarter for Lisa Frank makeup, and I'm just so unbelievably excited. So... If you're like an 80s kid, 90s kid, you definitely remember Lisa Frank. She's got these brightly colored um, illustrations of everything from dolphins and unicorns and all this crap for us little girly girls. Very anyway, this colorful, com- very, very bright, colorful drawings. They're really, they're really cool. I mean, I, as, as they a are. boy, I didn't have them, but I remember seeing all the girls in my classes was carrying them because it was the thing. Yes. So they are coming up with like a little makeup kit 
it's a Kickstarter. So if they make enough money, um, they're going to come up with this makeup kit that's got like lip balm, eyeliner, unicorn lipstick, highlighter, <laughs> all this stuff that's like really themed around um, Lisa Frank. So not only will it have like the illustrations on there, but I think the colors are really bright and it's glittery and it's just every little 90s girl, every little 90s girl's dream. Um, so I'm looking on their Kickstarter page now and they had a goal of $30,000 and they have $119,000 right now. Holy cow. Yeah. So I think that this is something that's going to (laughs) happen. And then if also, if you pledge, like, I think like the minimum pledge is like five bucks and you go up to like $45, you're going to get some of their stuff for free just by like helping them out. So I'm definitely, if you, if you do 45, which is the top, you get like the whole makeup bag full of stuff. So I think Kat will definitely be <laughs> contributing uh, definitely. $45 because I want some glittery unicorn makeup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that every every 80s, 90s girl that saw that probably said the same thing. That's why the Kickstarter is so high because yes. anybody that was probably born probably after like 85 or 90, you know, late 80s probably wouldn't really know who Lisa Frank was. No. What that was no, all well, about. Well, she is making a comeback, though. I do see that they're starting to, like, make more notebooks and stuff again. I think, you So know, is this something that's done by her, or is this just her prints on... I, I think it's just her prints. It's done by, uh, let's see... It's developed by a makeup artist and designed by Lisa Frank. So she's definitely mm. in on it. So that's really cool. That is cool. Really, I wasn't really sure cool. if they were just taking her old, like some of her old prints and, you know, they got the rights to them somehow or something. But that's really cool that she's involved in it. Yeah, she is. Um, it's going to be done by Glamour Dolls Makeup, but Lisa Frank is going to be collaborating with them to do it. And it's high quality, cruelty free, and vegan makeup. Oh, there you go. For all you, you liberals. Go. go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. Yes. Um, so my what I'm fanboying about this week really isn't anything new. I am so excited about the Nintendo Switch next week. Oh, it's coming out March third. March third. I am Oh my god, that's so amazing. Stoked. I can't wait for you to get it so I can like <laughs> live vicariously through your experience. I know, I know. I'm just really hoping that GameStop doesn't pull some shit and I get there and they'll be like, oh, no, we, we didn't we didn't have enough. You don't get one, whatever. Because uh, I'll be really pissed because whenever I bought it, as you guys heard on the show, when I bought it, I called and double-checked and he said, if you pre-order it, you're guaranteed it. <laughs> but I also know that GameStop will pull some shady shit just to get sales. <laughs> so I'm really hoping that that's not the case, you know. Are you going to go at midnight to pick it up? Or are you going to no, wait? No, I don't think so. It's coming out next Friday. Um, oh, okay. So I'll probably swing by at some point, like during my work day, because I'm usually out and about anyway. I'll probably swing by and grab it. I don't know that. i got to find out what time they're open, too. Because <laughs> I don't know if they're all going to be open, like at midnight, you know, for the release. Yeah. Um, the GameStop that I, that's by my house that I bought it from isn't a really busy GameStop. So, so I don't really not. have to worry about long lines or anything like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm just really hoping that this Zelda game really holds up because it's the only game, it's the first game that I'm getting for it. It's the only game I'm probably going to have for a little while because they've only released 
three or four games, I think, right off the bat, right at right at release date. Everything yeah. else is going to be kind of scattered out. Like Mario Mario Kart Eight isn't going to be until April twenty eighth. I know so. that's so surprising to me. I would like because they always, always, always have like a Mario Kart that's released with the system. Mm-hmm. And that's so weird to me that they're waiting for that. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird too that it just and I haven't. This was actually the first console that I've ever bought. Like day of release, actually okay. within a couple years of releasing, you know. Um, that's just weird to me that it doesn't have a game with it. You know, you're so used to like yeah. when you bought the, the NES, it came with Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers, you know. Yep. Super Nintendo came with Super Mario World, and it just seems like just really weird that you got to pay all this money for the console and then you got to pay money for the game, you know. Because yeah. even like my Xbox, you know, I bought it and it came with uh, Halo or something like that, I think. So Yeah, I think ours came with Assassin's Creed. So, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like, everything always comes with, like, a game. So it is really But weird. it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's yeah. It's whatever. 60 bucks for a game, but still, I mean, you gotta yeah, have something so to play it. <laughs> it's so <laughs> expensive. Even, like, DS games now. My son wanted to get um, Super Mario Maker, I think, for his 3DS. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, $55. Yeah, the Mario games are getting expensive. So I was at, a little off topic, kind of on topic, I was at, um, there's a couple stores out here in one of the malls that I go to quite a bit, and they sell vintage games. It's kind of like a GameStop, only they actually have like NES games and Super Nintendo games and all this stuff. Um, And I'm noticing now that the pricing that that they're asking for this stuff has gone way up. I mean, you used to be able to walk in, you could buy some of the extremely typical games, NES games, for two bucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking through and, like, um, some of the stupid games, like like the Sesame Street game for NES, you know, nobody wants that, but they're still, it's got, like, a $5 price tag on it. Lame. I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, I've been looking at a lot at Sega games lately, and this is the same thing. It's like, I couldn't touch a Sega game, even the cheap piece of crap games for less than like six or seven bucks. Yeah, and... it's good. Well, I mean, I think like the whole retro vibe is like getting really popular lately with <clears throat> like the new games that are coming out. I think the release of the NES classic and some of the, even some of the movies, like when Pixels came out, it kind of shot prices through the roof because now all of a sudden it's trendy and this is mm-hmm. what people are buying. So there people are, you know, capitalizing on that. Right. It sucks for us, like, oldies that just want to... <laughs> I just want to play my games. I just want to get yeah. the games and collect them and play them, you know? Yep. Um, and obviously all of the good games were pretty much non-existent in the stores. Yeah. Um, you know, like, they have, they always have Legend of Zelda for the NES, and they get, like, 40 bucks, 40 yeah. bucks for that game. Um, the The Wind, Wind Waker one that you got, that was, like, 40 or 45 bucks, I think. Yeah, I paid forty five bucks for it on eBay, and that was on the cheaper end. They have like, I guess, if like the better condition they are, the more expensive they are. They had some that were upwards of a hundred dollars. They were selling. That's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's all about supply and demand, and yeah. you know, I could wait for the toy shows because I can usually find them at way better deals. And I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of why I think everything is so high priced because I'm used to going to the toy show and I can get, I can pick up that Legend of Zelda game for twenty bucks. You know, 15, nice. 20 bucks. 
Um, so when I see a game like that at that price, I'm just like, my God, these people are getting ripped off. But you can go to that store at any time and buy that game. You know, you're paying for convenience. Whereas, you know, if I were to wait for a toy show, I'd have to wait two months, you know, every two months for the next toy show to come up. And then, or I can get on eBay and spend a bunch of time searching around trying to find the right price. Um, yeah, but, and it's not guaranteed that it's there either. And... No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like the one game that I'm looking for right now is uh, Maximum Carnage for the Sega. Mm-hmm. And it was a game I had as a kid, and it was, it's got, you can play as Spider-Man, you can play as Venom. And I've been looking for this game, and I finally found one on eBay that I'm bidding on. Um, but still, that game is going for like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm looking for that game with the cartridge in decent shape, the manual, and the box. Oh, well, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But even still, like, I'm I'm part of, and I'm not going to disclose any names or group names or anything on here, but there's there's several um, buy, sell, trade, retro game groups that I'm a part of on Facebook, and it just blows me away that some of these guys are getting on there and they're posting this shit, selling this stuff for eBay pricing, retail pricing. Yeah. It's like, if I wanted to buy this stuff, I would get on eBay and buy it, you know, because then I can shop... <laughs> But because then I can shop between four or five different people and find a better price, you know. Yeah. But this guy, I I sent him a text, I sent him a message because he had the he had the Maximum Carnage game, and um, I'm sorry, I dropped my earbud. He had the Maximum Car- Carnage game, just the cartridge, and he, uh, I sent him a message. I said, "Hey, how much how much do you want for it?" He was wanting like twenty bucks for it. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I can get on eBay and I could buy, I can buy it with a box for 20 to 25 bucks. Would you take 12 bucks for it? You know, which I thought was a pretty fair price mm-hmm. uh, for just the cartridge. And his response was no, thanks. And that was it. And I'm like, I sent a message <laughs> back. I'm like, are you not even gonna, you're not even gonna like dicker with me I mean, at all? Like, yeah. I would have given, given him 15 for it just to have the game. So... <laughs> Yeah. It's just the people on there, and I kind of posted something. There, another guy posted some some games for sale, and his prices were like what I would consider fair pricing. And I kind of, you know, I was just like, "Hey, man, I'm glad to see you're finally, you know, somebody on here has decent pricing, and they're not getting eBay prices for this shit." You know? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody's got to make a buck, but still, you know, it's got to be fair with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, that was my rant. <laughs> oh, so. No, it's good. It's good. I know it gets annoying. Like, you it know, because five years ago, you could go buy any of this stuff for, you know, a handful of change. And now it's oh, like, God. it's just exorbitant. And Yeah, you could, you could pick up, you know, they were doing the, the piece of crap in NES games for, you know, five for two bucks. Yeah. You should be able to get them for, they, they couldn't hardly give them away. Yep. Now it's it's nuts. Um, yeah, it's crazy. On on that note, I just literally five minutes before we started the show, I was reading something on Facebook that was talking about the. It said the NES NES Classic is back in stock on Amazon, and I'm like, oh, cool. Let me go check it out. You know, because it's like get it quick while it's still here. Blah blah blah. Is it sold out? I don't know, but I was reading oh. the article, and Amazon is selling that 
console for $179 with Prime. Fuck them. It's a $60 like, thing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, he said you can get it cheaper um, without Prime, but still, I think they said it was like $130 or $140 or some, Such something bullshit. stupid shit. Like what is like... wrong with these people? No. No. <laughs> Stop no. paying too much Cat for these damn no. consoles. <laughs> However, I don't think really any of our listeners are in that category where they would pay an exorbitant amount for something like that. It's it's going to be well, – we've talked about it, and I don't want to get back into it. But it's yeah. it's the people that, you know, like I've said before, are the people that had it as a kid, haven't really thought about it in 20 years, and they're just, they just want to have it just to have it. I think so too, but I also think – honestly, I think <laughs> – this is my theory. I think it's these yuppie little 20-year-old hipsters – that drive the price up because they're willing to pay the stupid money so that they can be like, oh, look at me, I'm trendy, and I have the NES Classic. And then the rest of us chumps that are in our 30s, we have to adult, and we have to wait, and like like right now, like I really want it, but I'm not going to go pay double for it out of principle alone because right. that's the age that I am now, and I'm like, fuck you, I'll wait. And now <laughs> I have to wait, like I'm going to just keep waiting and keep waiting until I can finally stumble upon one at Walmart or Best Buy or something and pay the actual price for it. Mm-hmm. But it's all these little buttholes that are screwing it up for the rest of us, you know? Yep. So annoying. So annoying. Damn kids. Damn, Damn kids. kids. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're in that right now with bitching about <laughs> pricing and Ah, damn, damn government taking all my tax money. And <laughs> this rainy weather is hurting my knees. Uh, right. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so achy. Oh, when I was out. a kid, I had to walk uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's... It's uh, yeah. So yeah, don't 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 pay extra money for that damn thing. It's it's gonna be. I honestly I can't believe that this is still even a, a thing. I know. I really thought that after Christmas it was gonna be done and over with, and it would be back to pricing and nobody give two shits. It's like I don't really, I don't ever hear anybody talking about these things. So who actually gives a shit about these? I I, I don't. Besides me. Well, Come on. I mean, well, I mean, but like. <laughs> Like, throughout all the groups and the forums and stuff that I'm on, nobody's even talking about the NES yeah. Classic. Yeah. So, and I kinda, I, you know, I love Amazon. And, I like, I've always liked Amazon. I feel like that the practices are really fair and, like, you know, I don't know, like, they're this great company. But doing something like this kind of tarnishes my view on them. I, I think that that's really shitty. Mm-hmm. It's like taking advantage of your customers, and that's really like I understand people on eBay doing it or whatever because you know you're an individual, you're trying to make money. There's somebody out there that's going to buy it, but for a corporation to do it, I don't, I don't like that at all. Well, let me let me look at this. Let me let me pull it up on Amazon because I want to see um, okay. if it's actually being shipped, sold, and shipped by. Amazon, or if it's a third party. Oh, it could be a third party. You're right. Yeah, because right. some of the third parties I they forgot. make their own prices. Now, here's one here: NES Classic Mini EU console <laughs> with Amazon Prime, and it says, "Oh, well, normally it'll say on there sold by." It just says by Nintendo. Uh, Tell me, Nintendo's being a bitch. <laughs> well, no, I don't think so. It doesn't say who who is selling it. 
But that yeah, is I'm the not pricing. sure. It's double. Yeah, one hundred and sixty nine ninety five. Oh my god! No, that's more. That's a hundred dollars more. Sold by okay. <laughs> here we go. Sold by Super Sales LLC and fulfilled oh. by Amazon. So it is. That's... It is a third party, and I'm not sure how all that works, but. I mean, it's fifty nine ninety five is the retail, right? So they're they're asking one hundred and ten dollars over. Yeah. Hey, so check this out. So you know, Amazon does the like you can do trade ins on phones and stuff like that. Here's a thing right here on on the on the the advertisement for this. It says uh, trade in yours, meaning the NES Classic, for eighty nine dollars and thirty nine cents. So Holy shit. if you bought one for sixty bucks, huh? sell it, you can make, make twenty dollars, <laughs> make twenty bucks off of it. Yeah. Dang, I guess the sub- or the demand must still be high for it. I don't get it, but I'm looking at all the. Uh, there's a lot of comments on here about you guys are scamming people and yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's tons of those I'm looking at. Not cool. So anyway, that was that was I, I thought it was pretty pretty crazy when I when I saw that. I can't believe it's even a still thing, still a thing. Yeah, but shitty. oh well, oh well. All right, so let's move on to the. We have a couple subtopics, and then we got the main topic. So yeah. let's start with the. Let's let's start with your subtopic that you were talking about. You big uh-huh. nerd. Oh, yeah. So Cartoon Network is making a cloudy with the chance of meatballs cartoon. (laughs) So I know everybody's probably like, okay. (laughs) But I love those movies. They were so, so cute. I mean, that was one of my favorite books when I was a kid. And then so when the first movie came out, I was kind of like, how the hell are they going to make this into a movie? You know, if anybody's ever read the book, it's kind of not really it doesn't there's not really much of a plot in there. Oh, I didn't realize it was a book. Yeah, yeah. It's from like the 80s and 90s. And uh, so when I saw the first movie, I just completely fell in love. It was just so funny and it's so cute. My kids love it. We must have seen it a million times in the second one too. So I just happened to be, I was watching some cartoon show with my son the other day and I saw the commercial for it that they're making Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs TV series. So it says the show is a prequel to the movie before the food has fallen from the sky. In it, Flint Lockwood is an aspiring scientist inventor and his best friend Sam Sparks, the new girl in town, is a wannabe school reporter. And the main characters from the original film will also appear in the series. So I think it kind of reminds me sort of like the Ghostbusters, how they made like the cartoon from the movie, you know, back in the day. So I don't know, but it just looks really cute, and I don't know. I I just love that movie, and I'm excited for this to start. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. No, I do like those movies. Um, both of my sons watched them, and it's one of the few movies that you know they can put on, and I can actually sit down and watch without wanting to gouge out my eyes because, yes. like Shrek, I can't. I fucking hate Shrek. Oh, I love. Oh, I hate Shrek. Shrek. I, hate love it, it, hate it. I love it. And I love it. I love it. How can you say, hate I've, that movie? I've never seen the movie like. Um, any of the movies completely from front to back, you know. How can you hate it, just, it? I don't know. It's just something about it just gives me oh, chills whenever God, I hear I it. Love those movies. Love, 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 love. There's something wrong with you, boy. Mm. <laughs> but I did like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I did like that movie. It was yeah. it was good. 
That's really good. I love Anna Ferris too, so I think that's mm-hmm. part of the thing. And I don't know who the, if any of the people are coming back for the cartoon. I doubt it for voicing, but I just think like I don't. A lot of people don't like Anna Ferris, but I think she's hilarious. I love her. Yeah. Well, it kind of depends too on what they're going to do. If it's going to be like the animated, like the original one, or if it's going to be like animated, animated. Um, it's supposed to be two D, so it's going to look a little different. Yeah. So. If you do you remember the movie Home, with um, had Sheldon on it, he played a little, little purple alien. Oh yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Um, what's her name? That singer. Um, crap, I can't remember her name. Um, but anyway, they did a they did a, a TV show of that movie, and oh, it's like okay. cartoon cartoon instead of like yeah. the you know the Pixar you thing. It. Pixar, yeah, yeah. Which kind of took away from it a little bit, but I'm sure. Budget wise, it probably made more sense. They could do. They could. Oh do yeah, that. I can't even imagine how much that would be to try to do like a whole TV show in like the Pixar. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. Well, my thing, my subtopic, and, and these both of these kind of still fall into like the fangirl, fanboy thing, um, is the new Tales from the Crypt TV show, which yes! I am fucking excited about. This. This is going to be so cool. Yes. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a trailer for it out right now. It's got the Crypt Keeper. Um, it's going to be written and directed by M Night Shyamalan, which yes. a lot of people are bitching about. No, I think it's going to be he'll good. Do great. I think it's going to be good because yeah. you don't. It's not Tales from the Crypt wasn't always about the horror aspect of it. It was more about it was like horror mixed with that kind of mind fuck. You know, it's just like suspense yes. thriller about it. And but there's always, like, a moral of the story, too. There's, like, yeah. something you kind of, like, learn from each episode, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure where they're going to go with it, though, because they're talking about it possibly be, like, a like a five or six episode long anthology instead of being... I'd rather see an actual series where they did, like, an hour-long show and each one was different. You know, instead of tying them all in together. Yeah, I kind of hope that they don't <laughs> do that either. This article I'm reading says that they it's a 10-episode anthology. Mm, so, okay. so we'll see where they're going with it. But, but I, I think, think it's going to be great. Is, I think he's he kind of got a bad rap for himself because he, he pushed, like, the whole Sixth Sense thing. And he tried to do that with every movie that he did. And I think it burned a lot of people out. But I always found his movies entertaining. Yes. Um, he did some directing for the, um, what was that show? Um, oh, my God. Wayward Pines? Wayward Pines, thank you. Yeah. Yes. So he did some of that, and I thought it was great. I think it's going to yeah. be good, though. I'm really excited. Now, the downside to this is the fact that it's going to be on TNT. So if you uh, remember right, the original It was on HBO, I thought. It was on HBO originally. So yeah. they were able to get away with a lot more. <laughs> yeah. A lot more. So I'm kinda worried about how that's gonna affect it. Uh because it is gonna have to be censored for, you know, basic cable. Yeah. Um, it's too bad it's not being done by like FX or something, because like FX really pushes the envelope. But or TNT, I don't mm. Just make it, just put it on Netflix, and you've got yeah. free range to do whatever you want with it. That's true. They don't yeah, I don't know. So we'll it. see. 
It could be good. I just um I just saw his newest movie Split and that was really really good. I've heard. So it sounds to me like he's really making a comeback. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've always enjoyed all of his movies. I think that they're they're really weird and they're offbeat and they don't they never wrap up nicely hardly ever at the end and and I think that's just kind of his thing and I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it makes things different and they're not blockbuster films and they're usually things that kind of make you think and I don't mm-hmm. know. I just I really like his style and I think this is going to be good. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> well, he always made those types of movies that you wanted to go back and watch it a second time. Yeah, so you could catch always. stuff. <laughs> because yeah, then you knew what was going on. So it was like you're you're watching the movie again from a whole new perspective. Yes. Now, I don't know if he's going to do that with Tales from the Crypt, but I'm just interested mm-hmm. to see and there's not a whole lot out about it. Um they're still just kind of in the talks about it. I don't really know if they've even started filming. Oh, yeah. Uh, the new Tales from the Crypt and the TNT Horror Block are expected to launch in the fall. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Well, they must so be filming. Mm-hmm. Nice. That'll be good. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, this article here says uh, it would seem that John Kassir's Crypt Keeper is owned by HBO, which means TNT can't use him. That's going to suck. Well, then it can't be Tales from the Crypt without a Crypt Keeper. I'm sorry. He begins and he ends every single episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no... Otherwise, you might as well just call it, like, Twilight Zone or something. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't... They better figure that out. (laughs) Yeah, they need to. Well, and that's why I was saying before, the, the trailer that I saw wasn't really a trailer, but it had the Crypt Keeper in it. I think it was more of just – it looked like it was more of a collaboration of some of M. Night Shyamalan's, like, work. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Almost like a – I guess like a fan-made trailer yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. So, we'll see. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right. right. Well, let's move on to the official show topic, and it kind yes. of derives from what you were talking about with the whole Lisa Frank thing. Yes. Um, 90s school days yes it was just there was so much awesome shit we had back in the 90s school days i mean it was just oh my god okay so i want to start off with the square the rectangular shaped pizzas for lunch oh my gosh yes and they fit in that perfectly little rectangle on your tray And they were the best pizza ever. ever. It was. Well, that was back in the day when lunch ladies used to actually cook your food. It wasn't like pre-packaged crap where they just warmed it up. They actually made this pizza on like this huge tray Mm -hmm. and they would slice it in rectangles. Oh my God, it was so delicious. It was so good. And I've even said, I've I've said recently, uh, somebody was talking about it on Facebook and, and I even mentioned that if somebody could open up a restaurant selling those pizzas... Oh my god! I would buy the shit. They'd out have of to pizzas. have like the little trays and everything, though. Like you'd have to yeah. be like recreating like a pint, like a half pint of milk. Oh my god! We should do that. We'll call it Lunch Ladyland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna open up our own '80s and '90s restaurant. <laughs> yes. Have some more sloppy joes. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It'd be so awesome. Yes, the food was so good. And, and the French fries they had were like better than McDonald's. They were they were so good. Yes, they were but so yeah, good. those pizzas though, damn, the pizzas were good. Yeah, they were delicious. We had so I grew up in Texas, 
And my favorite lunch day, it was called Mexican Jambalaya, which I don't know where they came up with this name, but it was just this big scoop of white rice. And then you got like taco meat and like lettuce and tomato and Fritos. Oh, nice. (laughs) And you ate that. And then you got this humongous, I swear to God, it was like the size of your face cinnamon roll for a dessert. It was like the best. I absolutely love that lunch. It was the best thing ever. Puts you in a sugar coma right before you got to go to PE. <laughs> but that was also about we had PE every day. And kids oh now they have PE once or twice a week. I don't think we had it every day. I think we had it like every I think it was like once or twice a week when I went. Yeah. Oh really? We had I it think every so, day. yeah. We had it every day. But yeah, I I think recent well, I I say recently, but within the last couple of years I went and had like lunch with one of my kids or whatever and it's just the most horrible food it's really yeah it's not anything like the food we used to eat and like i said lunch ladies they don't cook food anymore there's actually not even ovens in schools anymore it's just like microwave type stuff they just warm up the food and they put it on the plate it comes to them prepackaged well that's the whole nutrition you gotta have nutritional value this much and yeah it's yeah yeah because like fuck we would get like Big piles of pudding, chocolate pudding. Yes, yes. Of it. Especially if you were nice man. to the lunch lady, you know, it'd be like, yes. kind of give her the look, and she would give you a couple extra scoops of that pudding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, it was so good. Yep, yep. Oh, man, I miss the old school lunches. <laughs> I do, too. I really do. I do, too. God, and recess. I feel like it was well balanced. You had every single little compartment on your tray was full of food. You'd have like salad and a fruit, or you'd have some kind of vegetable. You'd have a carb, like a roll or whatever, and then you'd have your main meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now yeah, I used it's to take like the corn. I take the corn and I oh, spread yeah. it out on the pizza, and then I roll the pizza up like a burrito <laughs> and eat it. Oh my god, it was good. <laughs> ew! 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 <laughs> Do you ever mix your your ketchup and mayonnaise together and dip your fries in it? That oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. pink sauce. Yep, yeah. that's that the thing. best. Yep, I remember. I think I was in like eighth grade, and the first time I saw somebody dipping their pizza in ranch dressing, oh, and I yeah. was like, "Oh my god, what are you doing? That's disgusting!" I remember, and they were like, "No, you really got to try it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good." And I was like, "All right," and then I was hooked. <laughs> it was so delicious. That I just remember good. being so horrified. I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did the same thing when I saw somebody dipping their french fries in mustard. And I'm like, what the fuck is that all about? And I, I still, know. to this day, I, I'll, I'll dip. No. I, I prefer mustard over ketchup in no. my fries. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, it's good. Now, with corn dogs, I like to have a little pile of ketchup and a little pile of mustard right next to each other and, like, dip it in at the same time. That's really good. <laughs> Dip it at the same time. Yeah. So you have one side of your corn dog has ketchup, one side has mustard, oh, and you get it all in one bite. Oh, that's weird. That's not weird. It's delicious. <laughs> They're weird. Fries and ranch dressing are really good, too. Yeah. I could yeah. see that. That would be pretty good. Yep. So there was a lot of difference, obviously, between what you experienced in 90s school and what I experienced, because obviously you know, the whole boy girl thing. Um, but also too, you know, we grew up on in kind of different parts, you know, you were in Texas and I'm in Missouri. So I'm sure there was a lot of similarities, but then again, there was probably a lot of differences. So what was some of the things like, so, okay. Nineties early, we're talking like early, 
early 90s. So it would still be like kind of elementary, junior high, right? For you? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So same here. Because I think you're only like a year or two younger than me. So obviously you remember the Lisa Frank stuff. But yes. like school supplies, what were some of the things that you specifically remember? Um, well, I remember like the biggest thing was like the, um, the little shaped erasers. Like you couldn't just have a regular eraser. You had to have like the little smiley faces or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever like was in at the time, like Smurfs or Care Bears or whatever. And like, they had like the little shaped erasers. I'm sure everybody remembers those. And like the teachers would give them out as rewards and, you know, little things like that. So those are really cute. I think they had a lot of them that were like shaped like like little fruits. And they were <laughs> scented too, because I used yeah. to. I used to bite into them, thinking that they might actually taste <laughs> like it. It's like the little grape ones that smelled like grape. Like they yeah. smell so good, they have to oh taste. Oh my god! Good. So like lip smackers was a thing then. So it was like lip smackers is kind of like chapstick for chicks. And we had like, they had like Dr. Pepper flavor and bubblegum flavor and all this stuff. And my brother used to eat my <laughs> chapstick. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I they actually too. put like sweetener in there though. So it's like, you know, you would, that's why they were called lip smackers. You'd put it on, you could kind of like lick your lips and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And oh my God, oh, my, my God, brother used had, to eat them all the time. They had the, the ones too that were like, they looked. I don't know if they were the same ones you're talking about, but they looked like a Crayola crayon, I think. They had, like, the label that was looked like a Crayola crayon, and they smelled like different things. Maybe that's maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the ones that you're talking about. But they had ones that, like, root beer flavored. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. specifically remember the chocolate-flavored ones because yeah. those were my favorite. Yeah, I and think I would you're just thinking take of the same thing. I'd sit there and, like, lick it. <laughs> like, yeah, I used to get so mad because my brother would eat it. There'd be like teeth marks on my chaps. <laughs> like, Come on, man, get out of here. Yep. Yeah, they were so great. And yeah. then like scratch and sniff stickers. Yeah. Those were like, yeah, you had to have those. Those are really awesome. I love those. And then like, I don't know if you remember, but they had like the bubble, like the 3D stickers. They were like puffy stickers. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. remember those? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those they were are like really vinyl, cool and they were like on the inside. They were like you said, like puffy. They had like some, yeah, something inside them, foam or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those. Those are so great. <laughs> what about you? And those damn things would stick on the shit too, and they would not come oh, off. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Do you remember the um? Oh god, what are they called? But it was like basically like a fuzzy pom pom, and he had a pair of sticky feet and like uh-huh, googly the eyes. eyes. The googly and you would put them everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> like, and you'd always go to pull them off. And like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you go to pull them off, and their feet would always just stick to the. Yeah. They were so damn sticky, you couldn't get them <laughs> yeah. off. So you just had these little feet sticking to your dashboard. Forever. Yeah, because you pull the pom pom off and the feet <laughs> yeah. come off. I do yeah, remember those, those. Oh my god, those are great. Oh, and speaking of stickers, remember Mr. Yuck? Remember that? No, you don't remember Mr. Yuck? It was no. like poison. Like you would stick. Uh, there was like all the. Okay, I got to look it up and I got to send you a link because I can't believe <laughs> you don't remember these. It was a whole campaign back in the. Well, this would have been like probably mid late eighties, I guess. You know, like poison control, stuff like that. So you would take these stickers like Mr. Yuck, and it was like instead of a smiley face, it was like a guy doing like like, like that, you know, with his tongue sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you would stick them on stuff that wouldn't like was poison or whatever. And it was, oh, yeah. to keep kids out of drinking the Drano. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought of that, but 
That's God, cute. I, no, I don't remember those. Here, I'll send you this link. Check this out. That's so funny. All right, hang on a second. Let me figure out how to. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Let me see it. There you go. Oh my God. There we go. <laughs> That's so funny. You made that same exact face. That's so yeah. Funny. <laughs> That's so funny. We'll have to share that on the page. <laughs> With a picture of me doing it on next, right next to yes. it, like, side by side. Oh know. my God, everybody. He go. made the same exact face. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I had those damn things, like, all over. Like, I don't know if my parents thought I was going to drink rat poison or bleach or something and then, and, and, you know, die. But they had those damn things all over the place in our house. They kept you from killing yourself. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, have, I have a funny see, story that kind of goes along with that. Okay, go ahead. So, I must have been, like, four four or five or something. And I was like really sick one day and my mom gave me these. I still to this day, cause she doesn't remember this. So she doesn't know what kind of medicine it was, but she gave me some kind of medicine and it was so sweet. It was like candy. It was like these little tablets and she had given it to me. And then when she like went in the kitchen and I was supposed to be resting in my room, I went in the bathroom and I, know she, I like ate every single pill medicine that was in that medicine cabinet, trying to find these sweet. Pills. Oh my God. Were you tripping yeah, balls? Yeah, and like luckily I did. Yeah, I would chew them up, and they were nasty, and I'd spit it back out because I was I was just looking for like the sweet medicine. And I remember my mom came in, and she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily, I was okay. I guess. I was gonna say, you, did you end up at the hospital, it. like getting your stomach pumped or something, or? Well, no, because uh, so we were like super, super poor girl. We didn't have medical insurance, so like my parents were always like, "Don't do anything." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's terrible. But yeah, so like you know, when people sometimes parents will say or like people say, "Why would kids do this stuff anyway? It tastes nasty," and you know, you would think kids would be smarter. And no, it's just like I distinctly remember this situation when I was a kid. I'm like, we're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> kids are dumb, and you're trying yeah, they to are. like you have some kind of weird abstract goal of what you're trying to do, and you don't think about what you're doing in the meantime to get there. Well, you think it's candy? You're gonna pop this shit yeah. like candy. I used to have an obsession with like Pepto Bismol. I love the taste of it, and I still do <laughs> like the taste of it. But That's I would so weird. I would pretend like, oh, Dad, my stomach hurts, <laughs> just to get a spoonful of Pepto. <laughs> Gross. Kids are stupid. Kids are stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, my my kids do. I I find that my kids do the same shit too. So nothing's changed. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. So what's some stuff that you remember from school? Um, tight rolled jeans. Yeah, tight rolled yes! jeans. Uh huh. Yes. Um, side yep. spikes. So like, girls had the high bangs, you know, and guys yes! had the, the side well, spike. And it was like the bigger you could get your side spike, the cooler <laughs> you were. Yeah. Yes, I remember that too. And I think it was worse for the girls and the boys in Texas because the Texas big hair is like a thing. Oh, yeah. I can only <laughs> And imagine. I mean, you would just have like this poof of bang. I mean, it was just, I mean, and like you would have, oh God, what was like Aquanet. With uh-huh. the hairspray that you had to have, and it was just oh man, it was crazy. Yeah, like the pictures I could show you that are horrifying for when I was at that age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my bangs were like as big as my head. 
Yeah, I was remember Moose. Like Moose was a big thing for oh, yeah. the guys because you know in your side spike you spike that bitch yep. up like three inches. <laughs> right there, and you had the the part on the one side. Yep. It was like the coolest. You know, I've got plenty of elementary school pictures of me with my bitch and side spike. And then there was the kids. I don't know if you remember this. The other big thing was the guys would shave, like pretty much shave their head, except for like the bangs. And then yes. they would let the bangs hang down, like grow out their basically just their bangs. Yeah. It was almost that... like a reverse mullet. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the rat tail. Did you guys have the rat tail oh, thing? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. It was like so white trash cringy. It was... <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Oh, God. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about the bangs. Oh, yeah. that was horrible. Yeah. We had, we had like, we had one kid in, in my elementary, like fifth, sixth grade. That had that, you know, the shade with the bangs, and he was like the cool kid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always dated the girl with the biggest bangs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tight roll jeans, MC Hammer pants, which that was more like. Well, that would have been more like eighties. Yeah, yes. the big parachute pants; those were bitching. I rocked those yes. a little bit. Um, and then, uh, oh God, what else? We had like the, well, this would have been more like the late 80s. We had like the biker shorts, you know, like the tight, yes. tight biker shorts, you know, like okay. there's a picture of me and my brother because I had the black, they were black with like hot pink <laughs> going down the sides. <laughs> yes. We're standing in front of the Grand Canyon. I'm wearing these, these, <laughs> these tight biker pants, biker shorts, hot pink on the sides with a yep. muscle shirt. Remember those? They yep. were like loose fitting. But they were like yep. cut right above your belly button, and I was like nine <laughs> or ten years old, and I was the shit. And me and my brother had matching. Mine was pink, his was green. We were. <laughs> You're cool. like, why'd you get the green, you son of a bitch? I liked I liked hot pink back then. It was like really cool. Like my dream car back when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old was I wanted a '57 Chevy that was black and hot pink. You know, because that nice. was like the that was the cool thing. You know. The 80s yeah. and 90s was like all about like the That's super true. The bright neon colors. colors. Yeah. yeah, neon green and. <gasps> Do you remember the day glow clothes where like you would go outside and your clothes would change color? So, I wonder if those were the same things. Remember the ones that would they would activate with heat? So you'd like put your hands on your shirt, and it would yes. be like a pink shirt, and then you'd move your hands, and it would be purple yes. where your hands were. Is that what you're talking or like, about? Yeah, or you'd be inside, and your shirt was blue, and you'd go outside, and it's hot, and it would turn like pink or a different color or whatever. Oh, God, I got to figure out what those were called. So, yeah, 90s I remember those too. Color changing shirts. Yeah, look, auto, it auto-filled it. Hyper colors. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Those were super cool. Those were cool. What the hell ever happened to those? I don't know. They should make those again. They should. Those are cool. And we did we did the tight roll jeans too, but we had so like we had those huge slouchy socks. Do you remember those that the mm-hmm. girls used to wear? And you would get them like let's say you're wearing a pink and purple shirt. And you would tight roll your jeans and then you would wear pink and purple slouchy socks, but you would alternate the colors on each foot and they would go like halfway up your leg like leg warmers. Oh my God, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. And then the laces. Do you remember like the girls would get like the cads and they would have the laces that had like the, the coil on the side yeah. instead of tying your shoes? Yeah. I do remember those. Yeah. Yeah. Those were cool. Oh, wow. 
I think I, I think some of the guys had those. Like we we would always do like crazy colored too, like neon green shoelaces. Oh yeah, laces. And... Your laces couldn't be like what came with your shoes. You had right. to have. Yeah, and you had to have the high tops. Like the high tops yes. shoes were it. Like you had to have them. Um, yep. Like the Converse or the God, and then we got into like soccer shoes. Like what were they? Like the Pumas. Those are really oh yeah, hot. the Sambas, the Adidas. Uh huh. Yeah. Sambas and Adidas. Yep. 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 Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so but it was like a big it. thing, and it still is, I guess. You know, like the first day of school. You know, you gotta. You gotta be dressed like really cool because it's like the first yes. impression of everybody. Yep. And you know, back then, you know, you had you know some of us didn't like have all the money that some of our friends nope. did, so we would show up with like you know like shitty stonewashed jeans from like oh, yeah, these are from last year. <laughs> yep. Do you remember the Nikes with the pump? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I do. My bro- I didn't have any. My my older no, brother had some. I think Reebok had some too, but I do remember that it was like the basketball on the on the tongue, and yep, you would and pump, you would it, pump and it, and it would like pump it up. I don't really understand what the point of those were. I don't because, either. Because <laughs> it would like pump up like around the front. Because I remember trying his on and pumping it up, and yeah, it didn't, like, it makes it tighter or something. Yeah, right? I don't like, think it just pumped up like the sole. I think it actually pumped up like around, around like, the top foot. of the foot. Yeah, which is yeah. really weird. I guess maybe really it was good. like a one size fits all deal. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. And trapper keepers. Oh, trapper keepers. Yes. Trapper keepers. <laughs> I, don't re- I remember. So I was looking it up, and I was like, I remember what mine looks like, and I gotta find. And I found it online. And so the trapper keeper that I had, and I had this thing for like four damn years, because like I said, we were poor. I'm lucky I got one to begin with. But it's like <laughs> it's kind of like. A shape like a lightning bolt going down the middle. One side's pink and the other side is green, and it has like bubbles. <laughs> oh yeah, <coughs> I, I think I remember that one. Yeah, that was a pretty popular one. Lisa Frank came out with some later that I wish that I could have gotten, but I never did. I just had this one. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember ahead. much of the ones that I had. Um, I think I, I think the one that I remember I had was like just colored and it had like like a circle that was like shaded to make it look like a ball and it had like a cone i don't know it was just like shapes and shit yeah on it. it wasn't nothing fancy like true 80s design <laughs> yeah but then those kind of went away after like elementary school you know because i don't yeah. really remember having those in in junior high at all no we didn't either it was like because it was weird because like i feel like in elementary school the thing was like you had your trapper keepers, you had your backpack, you had all that stuff. But then like when you got to middle school, backpacks weren't cool anymore. You had to like carry your notebook and your books around. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that's kind of, it kind of went away with it. But Jamie Robinson's wife, Rye, she was telling me, she reminded me how like you would poke up a, a hole like in the plastic of your trapper keeper and like blow, blow it up and make it all puffy. I never did that. Yeah, we did. And you would, so what we used to do too is we would take our pencil and we would like trace around the design like really hard with your pencil. So it kind of made an indent in the plastic and Mm -hmm. then you would blow it up and it made kind of like a 3D version of, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Way too much time on our hands. (laughs) Yeah. So do you remember, do you remember in like elementary school, the first day of school, the teacher would come in with a, with a stack of paper grocery bags. 
and you would sit there and you would cut the paper grocery bags yes, out to and cover your books, cover your freaking books. That was the most yes. pointless fucking thing ever. Now, but it was fun because then that. it gave you something to draw on, you know. Yeah, no. So our teacher didn't do that. Our school always had like paper, um, just like paper book covers. They were like really thin, maybe just a tiny bit thicker than like regular like computer paper, and it was shaped perfectly. It gave you directions. You would cut it and you would cover up your books with them and everybody was supposed to do it that was like a rule you had to cover your books but it was like the cool thing to do if you didn't choose the lame school book covers but you went home and got a brown paper bag and you would cover it yourself <laughs> and then you could decorate it however you wanted to yeah oh my god i totally forgot about Holy that shit. it's so fun yeah, they, yeah. They, no no they they apparently they enjoyed child labor because they'd make us do that like the first day we would spend almost a whole day first day covering, covering all, all our damn books with these stupid paper bags they don't cover textbooks anymore none of my kids i've never seen a book cover on any of the textbooks the whole time they've been in school yeah i don't think we really did that after there again after like elementary school because probably they didn't trust us with but like like aj he doesn't really have textbooks really they have workbooks yeah. That they bring home. So I guess, oh I don't know. And I'm sure, I'm sure the day will come where probably they won't have any books at all. Everything will be on tablets and yeah. laptops. But do you remember, like, the rich kids? Like, they would sell. They sold at the store, like, the fancy book covers that you could buy and put on your books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, all the rich kids had it. <laughs> oh, so speaking of, of Trapper Keepers, too, when we were shopping last fall for AJ stuff. They have trapper keepers now. Like Nuh-uh. they're making a comeback. I swear to god, yeah, they had them. Cuz oh AJ picked one up and he's like, "Oh wow, this is really cool." I'm like, "Dude, you have no idea you what this no is." You have no idea. You have no <laughs> idea what this is. But I love that like the 80s and 90s are coming back around again. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot even some of the trends like we were talking about like the like the tight roll jeans. I'm like, my God, I hope some of that shit doesn't come back around. But I'm sure our parents said the same thing too about like bell bottoms and they were back oh, yeah. in like the mid mid late nineties. Oh um, yeah. I was watching uh I watched that show uh, Girl Meets World, which I yep. think I've talked about it in the past. Um and she was wearing like the mom jeans. Like the mom yep. jeans from the nineties, like the really high waisted jeans. Yeah, like no, I was gonna say. So shit. I took my I took my daughter shopping at Forever Twenty One a couple months ago, and I'm not really paying attention. She's doing her own thing. She's a teenager, and I'm whatever looking around. So she she's like, "Let's go to the dressing room." I'm not kidding. She had like a velvet shirt that like stopped at the belt line. She had like these high waisted jeans, like the stone washed color is back, um, oh, and velvet nice. chokers. And I'm like, "Oh my god, you're what? just like I was when I was." 13 what the hell is this and she's like she's thinking like she's come up with this thing herself and it's so trendy and it's so cute i'm like no let me pull out my photo album i will show you exactly where this style came from that is awesome 90s it's hilarious it's hilarious jean jackets with patches on them that's Uh like a huge thing now and i'm like yeah no we did that wow back in the day like this isn't new kids like this is totally 80s 90s we need we do we need to bring back the hyper color shirts though for real because yes, I haven't thought yes. about those in forever and I had they are so cool I had a bunch of them. they are cool those are really cool but like you could I they got to make a better quality though because once you washed them like more than ten times it didn't really work so well anymore. yeah well, that's that's true I wonder maybe that's why they uh, didn't. quit doing it oh here's one on Amazon the shadow shifter they call it 
<laughs> Color changing t-shirt, heat sensitive, 25 bucks. Nice. You know what? The only thing as an adult, like let's say <laughs> you're in a stressful meeting and then like your armpits change color. <laughs> Why would you be wearing that to work? Why would you be wearing it to... It's not... You're going to have like a suit jacket made of the shit? <laughs> It's not like they're making underwear out of it, you know? I mean, <laughs> their pants. <laughs> the butt crack changes the color. <laughs> you walk into the meeting and, like, like your nipples are just, like, <laughs> color changed. Like, your armpits. You know what? You know what, Adam? You can't wear this shit to work anymore. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Bradbury, you need to go home and change. <laughs> yes, please. We're all offended. <laughs> I don't know where to put my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, what so about... I know you're like you're like a year or two older than me. Did you get into Pogs or did you skip that? No, that was I must have come up right 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 after all that, um, or right before it. I guess you could say. I don't really I don't really recall getting into them. Like I had some friends that were kind of into them, but it wasn't really a big deal. Yeah. It was like a huge thing <laughs> mm-hmm. when I was coming up. I'm trying to think of. I don't really recall what the big, like, trading item was with with us. I don't like we had garbage pail kids, and that was a yeah, big thing. Yeah, I was we just about to say garbage pail kids. And you know, like baseball cards and all that crap, which I wasn't really into. I was into hockey cards a little bit, but not not really. But I was I was I was into the garbage pail kids, and I really wish I still had some of those because they were pretty cool. I buy, uh, my son has a whole bunch of them. There's, um, actually, it's funny because we're going back, but there's like this comic book store at the mall in Connecticut that we go to all the time. They sell um, vintage um, cards. So they have like, you know, they have Pokemon and stuff, but they have um, Garbage Pail Kids and they had like some baseball cards and they had like some Star Wars cards and oh, wow. ET and like all this really cool vintage stuff. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we got we got a bunch of those. Yeah, do you remember cool. the Do you remember the Garbage Pail Kids movie? I don't know why I just thought of that. <laughs> I don't do even know they made movie? a movie. Oh my god, look it up because it is the yes. most disturbing thing I can see. imagine. But it was because I thought those really cards cool. were so cool when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, when I stumbled across these about five years ago, I was like, John Paul, you got to get these, right? So we've got like this whole book that we've collected them, and I'm looking through them like as a mom. <laughs> really disgusting and disturbing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and i was they like are, oh my god yeah. yeah so i can't even imagine what the movie probably was oh like oh my god it was here let me see if i can find a just like a a picture of it because it's like muppet it's like puppeteered and it's just oh god it's even worse. Just, just google it just google garbage pale kids movie and there's there's a oh. bunch of pictures you can see it's really bizarre i'm actually recording in my son's room now but look oh Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. We got like a whole <laughs> album of them. <laughs> That's so funny. They yeah. have like newer ones too. What's what funny? I was ask like, if those were actually the original ones. This or one, were... this one's like Captain America. Kind of. Oh, I don't nice. know if you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So, yeah, they have like old ones and then they have some new ones too. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
awesome. Oh my gosh. Just like we, we wrote a couple of little things in the show notes and man, just talking about it. I'm just like remembering all this crap. Oh, me too. So funny. Yeah. So, so like, uh, I'm sure your favorite thing was probably the book fair. Remember that? Oh my God. The book remember fair the book was like fairs? the best day of the whole school year. <laughs> but it was like, it was like once a year back when, when I was in school, I think it was yes. like once a year, but it was a big deal because not for us because we got books, but because we like got to take the day away from class. Yeah, pretty much you just get to go down around. there and like, yeah, <laughs> browse and hang out and. Yeah, but it was a lot of you know it was it was a lot of fun though. I mean, we got some cool books and shit, but more than anything, it was just an excuse just to kind of fuck off. Oh yeah, I, I liked it for both reasons, but it was really <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the book fair and the book fair now they don't even really do book fairs now. They just send home the stupid order form. It's not, not yeah, and they do it like every two months now. It's annoying as shit. So I'm like my yeah. kids like, hey dad, I need like twenty bucks for like four books. I'm like, fuck, dude, I, I just gave you I money know. like so two months ago for this shit. That's lame. <clears throat> and then do you remember Book It? The Pizza Hut? Yes! Yeah, oh you my do God. That? <laughs> okay, so I have two things that I did. So like I said a thousand times, we were really poor. So Book It was like something that my brother and I, we did every single month because you get your little voucher for your free personal pan pizza. Mm-hmm. Or your yeah, your little personal pizza. And we lived like we were on top of a hill where our house was and at the bottom of the hill was Pizza Hut. So we, we would get these <laughs> vouchers and my brother and I would take a Saturday <laughs> We'd walk down and treat ourselves to lunch. And then our school also had this thing called 600 Minutes. And if you you would read 600 Minutes, you you had like this log and you had to log it and your parent would sign it or your teacher would sign like each time you read. And if you added up 600 Minutes, you got a free Six Flags ticket. Oh, cool. So my brother and I would do that every year too, because that's the only way we ever went to Six Flags. (laughs) And now you look back for like the the book it thing, you look back and you're like... My God, I read a lot of books for a shitty personal pan pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Like, when you're a kid, A, when you're a kid, it's the coolest shit ever. Oh, it was. And B, when you're poor and you never get to have that stuff, it's, like, even more of an incentive. But, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You look at it as an adult and you're like, really? <laughs> was mm-hmm. the trade-off really <laughs> worth it? <laughs> but, yeah, really cool. I totally forgot about that. That's hilarious. Yep. And then there was... uh library day you know it was always like i love it was always fun because we got to go in there and mess around on the computers which play oregon trail (laughs) yeah well we had computer lab and that's where we would play oregon trail our library still had a card catalog in high school like all the way up through high school we still had a card catalog Mm -hmm. so we didn't have computers in our library but yeah i totally forgot computer lab we would play oregon trail and we had like some math games with some weird frog or something Mm -hmm. play and then i took um computer programming i think or computer animation i took this class in in middle school it was a brand new class and it was it was so so they taught you how to code basically to try to make like pictures really yeah it was really cool i sucked terribly at it so we had like i the only project i remember was you you know you like you picked the color of your background and then we made like a balloon Mm-hmm. And you had to code it where the balloon would float from the bottom of the screen to the, like diagonally across to the top of the screen. And I figured out how to do it, but I couldn't figure out how to get the string to stop. So like the balloon would go up across the string. It would just be like this super long string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, school. School was great. It was awesome. Yep. Super and then cool. and then whenever the whenever the 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 guy from the AV 
club would would wheel in the cart with the projector. It was yes. just like fuck yeah. Yes. I get yep. to sleep. I get to sleep for like yeah. the next hour or two. And that yep. was usually because the teacher went out last night and had the night before and had too much to drink. <laughs> and they just yeah. <laughs> they didn't really want to teach class, so like we're kids were gonna watch a movie. Yeah. Or even just simple things like the overhead projector that they would use to do like your work and stuff on, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, with the little marker. Yeah. Little yep. Yeah. And the mark on yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. was funny. Oh my god. And in, in middle school they put in vending machines. Do you remember Fruitopias? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> that was like the thing you had to buy in the vending machine. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. School's hilarious. <laughs> but I feel like like that era's done though. I feel like our kids are gonna grow up and there's not gonna be like this reminiscing like this anymore because everything's just so like I don't know everything's so random and widespread and then there's not really like a spe- specificity or what however that you say that word to like yeah. this era right now you know what well, I mean okay so it seems to me like kids nowadays even in elementary school are too they're a lot more clicky than what we were they're more about social <laughs> you know their social status and all that shit which you didn't give two shits about that until you were at least in high school, you know, yeah. then, like freshman, freshman, sophomore year. And you were kind of trying to find yourself and figure out, you know, the group that you were running with and who your friends were and all that shit. But like elementary school, it was just like we just hung out. I mean, we all yep. got together like you had the dickheads, you know, that would you yeah. know, bully you and shit. But it wasn't like it is now. Oh, yeah. You just pretty much played with everybody. It wasn't a, a thing. <clears throat> right. So I think yeah. these kids these days are too damn worried about social media and their yes. social status and all other shit that they're not really yeah. getting to enjoy their being a kid school career right yeah 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 that sucks because even even my son now he's like you know he goes over and plays with the kids you know like the the little girl across the street who go over and play with her and then he'll come home crying because she's being mean to me and she didn't want to play with me and she's playing with. You know, the kid next door and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, get over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, for me, if I went across the street and my buddy wasn't, couldn't play or didn't want to play, fine. I went down the street and played with my other buddies, you know? Well, yeah, it was just whatever kid was outside. Like, that's <laughs> who you played with. It yeah, it's like, oh, you're outside. Know. Hey, we're best friends for like the next yep, couple let's hours. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> but like, we would get together and we'd play kickball and shit in the court. And we would play hide and, oh my god, we play hide and seek at, at all over the neighborhood. Yes. You know, we'd get like ten there's like ten or twelve of us that would hang out together. And our neighborhood was like literally a block, you know. It was mm-hmm. a square block with courts on in each corner, basically, on the two back corners. And like we would just run through all the yards and play hide and seek. And it was it was awesome. Yeah. It was so different. But, you know, back then, too, you could be out on your bike all day. Your parents didn't know where you were, what you were doing, just (laughs) out raising hell and doing whatever. And then, like, now it's like you really, even if, because the way society is now, it's not acceptable to let your kids do that. And even if you are the kind of parent that wants to let your kids do that, people call the cops and shit. Like, you can't (laughs) let your kids just run around by themselves outside anymore. Right. It's considered abandonment or whatever. Yeah. Neglect. Neglect, yeah. It's so yep. stupid, yeah. Because, shit, I would get on my bike on a Saturday morning, and I would ride. My one buddy lived 
five miles, four or five miles away from my house. So I would get on my bike and I would ride to his house and mm. then we would take off and like we would just ride our bikes all day long. All day. Yeah. All damn day. And we would ride. I mean, we'd be ten or fifteen miles from either one of our houses. <laughs> and just Yeah, no cell phones, no, no nothing. No. Parents had no clue where you are. Nope. But as long nope. as you were home by dark. Yep. Who cared? They didn't care. You know? Nope. I mean they did, <laughs> but it wasn't a big deal. They knew that we yeah. were probably safe because the police hadn't called and said, Yeah, we found your son or you know, we <laughs> yeah. picked up your son for whatever being stupid. Yep. Yeah, it's totally, totally different. Even like um I feel like like school like even the school buses now the school buses come around and they they'll pick kids up now and the kids will be living like right next to the school where you would expect them to walk you know and like when i was a kid you had to be i think it was like three miles at least away from the school before the bus would pick you up and i lived within that three miles so i had to walk I think it was like a good mile to the elementary school. This is when I was in middle school. No, not even middle school, I don't think. I went from one elementary school to another. But I would walk, and I had to cross this, like, busy highway. And it was so early in the morning, the crossing guard wasn't there yet. And I would cross across this busy highway and, like, haul ass across and hope I don't get hit. And then walk to this elementary school to catch a bus to go to my school. And it's like, oh can you imagine? And it wasn't a thing. It was just like, that's what I did. And that's what was expected of me. And I never thought twice about it. But can you imagine like having your kid do that now? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're building a new elementary school, like the subdivision that backs up to our subdivision at the front of that subdivision, they're building a new elementary school. And I mean, it's literally like I get in my car and it's like two minutes to there. Mm-hmm. And He's he's gonna ride a bus whenever that school opens next year. I know it's crazy. I'm it's like, crazy. Yeah. Like, well, it is a mile. I'm like, that is not okay. Maybe it is like right at a mile. I didn't think. Maybe, it maybe driving, but if you walk through the neighborhood, it's probably mm-hmm. a lot quicker. I don't know. Yeah, it's just so different now, and I think that's part of the reason why you know, like, kids just don't have the same experience just because of the way society is so different now. It is, yeah. Yeah, Crazy. and it's a shame, too, because... It really is. I mean, it would be cool, really cool to get, for our kids to experience a lot of the same shit that we did. Oh, yeah. Um, but it'll it'll never happen. No. Nope. And I'm sure that our parents said the same thing, too. I mean, times have changed, you know, since the 60s when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, but I think, I don't know, it kind of comes with, like, the internet and stuff, too. There's just... You know, like, we had Saturday morning cartoons, let's say, and there was only a certain amount of cartoons that you watched. So we all have, like, these same cool memories of these shows that we used to watch and these things we used to do or whatever. Whereas now, like, with the internet, I mean, there's hundreds of fucking shows that kids are watching now and experiencing. Mm -hmm. So there's not anything, like, like I said, there's not anything that, like, labels this time frame and this generation and this decade to, like, specific things. I think about that a lot, too. In in fifteen years, twenty years, what is my son? What is my? What are my kids gonna look back and say? God, you remember that YouTube channel I used? To? I mean, it just it just doesn't sound. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's I so wonder weird. how they're gonna be able to look back and reminisce about a lot of the stuff that that we reminisce about. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna have memories because they're you know it's 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 the way that 
society is now is the only way that they know. They don't know the way that we live. Right. All they know is it from the story. So they're actually living it. They're creating their own memories. They're creating their own lifestyle. And that's and that's just how that's how they're going to remember. So they're going to have their own memories. But it's just it's just weird to think about. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking too. Like, imagine our grandkids. Our so our kids now. It's kind of like in between. There's still TV programming that. You know, like Ghost Adventures. My son's really into Ghost Adventures. That comes on Saturday nights. Um, the Simpsons new episodes comes on Sunday nights. Okay, so they still have some programming. They still have stuff like on Netflix they can watch whenever. But like our grandkids, when our kids have kids, that I really truly believe there's not going to be like cable anymore. And like you're just going to catch everything online. So there's not going to be like, hey, remember Sunday nights when we used to, you know, whatever. That's yeah. just not going to be, it's not going to exist anymore. Well, because it's really even- strange. Not even like Saturday morning cartoons, but remember TGI Friday, TGIF yeah. on like yep. was it NBC or ABC, and they played. I think it was ABC. Know, Full House, and they played Urkel, and they played. Oh yep. yep. uh, my god! Like step by step, you know. Yep. It's just, oh my god! <laughs> like, Yay, TGIF! But there isn't yeah. any of that now. They, they don't no. have that. I mean, like we don't even have cable, so we don't have. You know yeah, what we watch is is all on demand. It's whatever we want to watch. It's literally going to be like, like our kids are going to be like, do you remember like in June and uh, on Netflix when Orange is the New Black comes on? <laughs> you know, it's not mm-hmm. going to be like Saturday morning cartoons. It's going to be like months when things are released or something. It's going to be weird. Do you remember binge watching that one show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so weird. Yep. Yep, yep. Which that's cool. I, I mean, I like Netflix. I love Netflix, and I love like Amazon. And Hulu. Oh yeah, me too. But it almost kind of takes the fun out of it whenever they re- the way that well, at least Netflix, the way that they release their shows because they'll yeah. dump a whole season, and you'll watch that within a week, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Okay, okay. I got six yeah. months okay, before so the next season comes out. In December, they released Stranger Things, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I did not stop watching. I watched that whole season like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Then, mid-February, they're going to come out with, like, teaser trailers for the next season, which isn't coming out until freaking December. Well, I think it's October, I think, actually. Oh, okay. But still, okay. yeah, it's still seven yeah. months it's so, away. so, so far. I know. I'm the same way. There, there's a lot of shows that I watch. Like, the one I was, I've told you about, The Travelers. I watch that show, and I cannot wait for the next season to come out, but I don't even know when it's going to be out. It's probably going to be a few months before they release it. So they... Yeah. They need to like, I don't know. They need to, they need to have longer seasons. Is really what they need to do. These seven or eight episode seasons is just shit. You know. Yeah. I mean, like I watch. I used to watch Fringe, Fringe, not Friends, Fringe, um, and it's one of my favorite shows. And I've gone back and I've rewatched all the all the seasons, like two or three times probably. And those seasons were like twenty five episodes long. Yeah, I mean, that was no, back that's how like sitcoms used to be, like twenty five episodes long. Yeah, it was like six months basically of of one season, which is the way it should be, really. Yeah. So yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, yeah, well. I hate that too because it'll be like really cool shows, and it's like like even The Walking Dead, you get like nine episodes, and you're like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Lame. Absolutely. Okay. Well. Uh, Tell you what, let's take a break from this and we're gonna cut to one of our retro commercials. All right. And we'll be right back with uh Netflix recommendations. How's that? Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. 
The dog ate it? Aliens! Ransacked my room! You won't need excuses with the Trapper Keeper. It keeps all your homework organized and secure. My brother's holding it for ransom. The Trapper, only for meat. Alright, we are back with our Netflix recommendations. Yes. So let's start with you. You don't have you don't have any I, written down. I do. I didn't write it down, but I know I know what I'm I know what I'm doing. Okay. Shoot. I know what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> so I just saw this um, trailer like yesterday. Netflix is coming out with this new show called Well, I don't know if it's a show. No, I think it's a movie called The Discovery. Mm-hmm. It has Robert Redford, Jason Siegel, and Rooney Mara, which I like all three of them, and it's a Sundance film. And anyway, so I guess Robert Redford is some kind of like scientist or a doctor and he proves that the afterlife is real. So he like comes up with definitive proof of an afterlife. So people just start killing themselves like by the millions. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this thing and people are interviewing him and they're like, don't you feel responsible for this? Don't you, you know, whatever. And he's like, you know, no, I don't, I don't know. It just looks really good. It does look good. Yeah. You had, you had sent me the link for that and it's it's interesting seeing Jason Seagal in yeah in that that's type not of role. Funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because we were huge fans of my wife and I both are huge fans of How I Met Your Mother, and I, every time I see him, I always just think of that. And he was in the Muppets movie. Yes, and it's, <laughs> you can't. It's hard to picture him in like a serious role. Um, and then even even further back, we watched uh, Freaks and Geeks. I don't. Do you remember that show? I do, but I don't think I ever watched it. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's got him and okay. um, um, who's the guy that's that's in uh, a Seth a Seth Rogen? Oh, okay. And then uh, who's who's the guy that's in all his movies too? Um, shit, I told you I'm terrible with with actors. He's in all of them. What the hell is his name? Um, hang on. Uh. Linda Cardellini's in it. Okay, hang on. James Franco. God, why can't? I oh, okay. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, he's in it, and it's it's really cool. You got to watch that show. Okay, I'll definitely um, watch it. But yeah, but so seeing him in a in a role like this where he's very serious, I'm I'm assuming him the way it looked anyway. You know, a very serious role. It's it's kind of kind of different. And I mean, it's good though. I mean, he's hopefully getting away from that stereotype. Yeah. Typecasting. Yeah, for sure. I just I, I like the whole plot of this movie sounds pretty cool. Like, and I kind of imagine it might actually be that way if if they because the way they put it, it's not a religious thing. It's not like a religious afterlife. It's almost like another like a dimension or another plane of existence that they have proven that when you die, you go to this place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of feel like people would do that. Like, I think that that's really how it would happen. I think if there was like absolute proof that you would just move on to something else, I think a lot of people would choose to do that early oh yeah i mean think about the people that have lost loved ones and like maybe they don't have anybody left and if they know that they could go and be with you know their mom or their dad or grandparents or whoever it is i mean why why not this kind of reminds me of okay so there's this this show on netflix called black mirror and it's very reminiscent of like twilight Twilight Zone, zone sort of Oh yeah, God, I love each that show. episode is completely different. Oh, yeah, I love it. And there's this one episode where it's like, when you know you're going to die, you can choose to pay this company where they basically d- 
download you into the system and you have an afterlife because nobody knows if there's an afterlife or not. But the theory is like once you die, you die and that's it, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just black, you're dead. And so you can choose to to have kind of like your essence downloaded into this thing yeah where you just live happily and you're young and you can kind of pick where it is like you can pick the decade like you can pick the 80s you can pick like a beach town you can pick whatever you want yeah Yeah. that was on the new season that was one of the new episodes the new season season. yeah that was really good that was was really good when i'm watching this i'm like i would totally do that like if that was an option i would totally do it yeah yeah well, it's kind of like, um, do you remember the, did you watch the original series? It's like the, it was the last episode. Um, it had the guy that played, uh, what the hell was his name? I can't remember. But so it was the one with the little eggs. Remember that one with the little eggs? Did you oh, see that one? Oh, we're working on season, like the first season right now. So oh, I don't you think are? we've so you watched that one. Yeah. So you watched the new season, now you're going back? Well, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not. Wait till you get to that one because that is one of the coolest episodes I think of of all of them. Well, um, I'll watch it today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the last. I think it's actually like the last episode before the new season. Okay. So. Yeah, that's such a great show. It is. It really is. I'm. I'm really glad that they brought it back. I like the American twist because originally it was a it was a British show, which was yep. really cool. I mean, it didn't really take away from the fact that you know it doesn't really matter British or American. I'm just glad that somebody else picked that up. Um, and yeah, to keep it going. Forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, they, I'm they've... excited to read the books, too, because supposedly oh, okay. these are all stories written or Ooh. based on books, basically. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. I like that the American, like, the American um, season, too, it has a lot of, like, stars in it. Like, they have Bryce Dallas Howard in one, and they mm-hmm. have um, the guy from Mad Men is in one, and... I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you know what? Like I wonder when, if that was the one. I gotta look that up. Um, let me see if I can IMDb that real quick because I gotta figure. I can't remember who that guy was that was on that one episode. Uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, this is real professional looking. This shit up right live on the show. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's what editing's for, my friend. Uh, right. Yeah. Which sometimes I do. <laughs> I think it was. I think this is it. Yeah, it was John Hamm. Yeah, the guy yeah, from Mad Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was he on another episode? Because he was on the one I was talking about. I don't remember eggs in this episode, but it's like it's like this. Um, like he, he visits cabin. people in for prison, like, and he tries to get them to confess. Yeah. They had the eggs that would download the guy. They would. They, it was like a little oh, egg-looking thing oh, that would yeah, download yeah, yeah, their I consciousness. It was well, not their consciousness, but like they would implant this thing in their brain, and they would let it go for like a week or two, and then they would pull it out and put it in this egg. and And she actually thought that like she was alive and trapped in there, but it was actually just like a a copy of her consciousness. So that yeah. way, she could automatically like automate her house. And her life, basically, you know, she knew when to wake up. She knew what kind of coffee she wanted and all this other shit. That's awesome. I love that type of stuff. That was so cool. That was a really great episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot, too. Yeah, because it would be like they would put them in there with, like, nothing. And it would Mm -hmm. kind of drive them crazy for, like, two weeks. And in our time, like, he would be like, okay, I'm just going to leave you in there for six months. And he'd be like, boop, boop, boop on the egg. But in our time, it's, like, five minutes. Yeah, but, but she to their conscious like stream, stream, it was like six months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of that stuff, what I like about that show is, it, like, you look at that, and that could be how the future's going. Like, the I ones know. where, like, they have the, the implants in their eyes, which are, like, the cameras, and they get, like, they're, like, constantly, you, you, you'll get to those. You may have not got to those yet. Um, yeah, that But, like, they're recording funny. everything you watch, and then, like, you can share, like, what I did yesterday, I can share it with you. And you could see from my f- first point of view. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah what what was going on you know or the one um where it's like social media like your whole life is based on your rating and social media like you can't eat at certain restaurants unless you have a certain rating and you can't have mm-hmm. a certain job if your rating's not high enough which is scary like that. because that's you could i can see oh i could totally society that, going right. that way I yep. mean, because everything is a, you know like yahoo and yelp and and yep. all that stuff i mean everything's being rated you know, customer reviews on eBay and Amazon and, you know, who's to say that somebody couldn't come on Facebook and start putting a rating system on there? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So mine right. isn't actually a, it's not actually a Netflix series. It's on Amazon. But I've okay. been, I've watched the entire season and I, I love this show. It's called Sneaky Pete. Have you heard anything about this? No. It's got Giovanni Ribisi. You know who that is, right? Yes. Okay, and he basically plays... Um, let's see. Hang on. Let me find the synopsis because you know I am terrible. <laughs> well, terrible this guy, he like wears a jacket. This guy, he has a job. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> let me... Oh, yeah, he's got a dad, too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Busting my balls. All right. Yeah, yeah. Con man on the run from a vicious gangster takes cover by assuming the identity of his prison cellmate, Pete, reuniting with his estranged family. So, like, he's... so like he was identity in prison. theft. It, it basically, yeah. yeah but okay. He's this, like, super slick con man. And his cellmate, you know, he's just from telling stories about this, you know, his childhood and stuff like that. He's absorbed all this information and he basically goes back to the family that his cellmate hasn't seen in 20 years so they don't know what he looks like and assumes his identity basically um and it's just it's one of those shows like because he's a con man like everything everything he does has a purpose so like you're watching the episode and you're like oh my god he did that because it would do this and you know it was wow. just the whole con it was just one of those kind of mind fuck shows you know it's like yeah everything you got to watch everything he does because everything eventually means something means something like everything was plotted out to a t you know wow and it's like he'll do a con and it'll, it'll look like the con goes wrong but it was actually he meant to do that because it's all part of this greater con you know it's just jeez that's so awesome. nuts yeah but it's such a good show though i i, I really like it it's yeah, only like eight, really cool. I think it's like eight or nine episodes or something like that, but definitely worth checking yeah. out. Yep. Yeah, I definitely will. That sounds really cool. And I like Giovanni Rubisi. I always think he, he I do plays too. these really cool characters, you know. Because <laughs> he's kind of like goofy. I don't know. Like he's got this way about him. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he can play like any character. I mean, he can do, yeah. he's, he's very multi-talented. Yeah, he is. I don't know. He's got a lot of charm about him. There's something about him that's really, like, it draws you to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, really good. All right, well, let's move on to the book, the book nook. 
Well, the book nook is so interesting. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so in my classes, I'm studying to be a librarian. And in one of my classes, it's um, like multiculturalism and libraries. And so um, I got assigned to a group of Native Americans. So I have to like kind of study how their life and culture is and how libraries can cater more to this specific group of people. So I chose, I'm going to be living in Connecticut, and in our Connecticut, the Mohegans are, like, that's the really big tribe that's in our area. And so Uh I've been studying, um, like, their tribe and the things that happen in our town there and everything. So I'm reading this book called The Life and Lessons of Gladys Tontagian, I think is how you say. But she's a medicine woman. She's, like, 103 years old. She's still alive. Really? Yeah. She's, like, this big medicine woman for their... um, for their tribe and and they have it's really interesting actually i mean it doesn't sound very interesting but they they believe in a lot of you know just like the nature and things like that but they believe in things like like little people and trolls and stuff that live in these specific like trees and they offer them sacrifices and and they you know then the plants grow and they gather these plants and that's what they make the medicine from and i mean it's just this whole like really interesting thing and it's you know, you read about the stuff and you learn about this stuff kind of in school and you can see people believing this or, 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 you know, living their life this way, you know, in the 16, 17, 1800s. But these, these people are actually, they still live their life this way. And it kind of makes you think like, as far as being a librarian, like what libraries cater to that kind of culture? You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. not, we all kind of just cater to our own culture in that way. So I don't know. It's really interesting to imagine these people have such a different life and this different way of living than, you know, the rest of us do. So it's pretty cool. Um, cool. Yeah. It's written by um, a lady called Melissa Fawcett and she's a Mohegan as well. So it's, it's very traditional and it's very legitimate and it's really, it's just really good. So if anybody's interested, it's a really good, really good book. I'll take your word on it. (laughs) So the Mohegans, here's, here's a funny tidbit. The Mohegans are actually the Mohicans. So the book and the movie, the last of the Mohicans is about chief Uncas. Right. And so at the end of that book and the end of that movie, he like jumps off a cliff or something. He dies and supposedly doesn't leave any heirs. And that's the end of the tribe. That's not true. The Mohegans were actually started by chief Uncas. And he had, he's, so he's got like 13 generations of his line, his bloodline. Oh, nice. And they live in Connecticut. Yeah, it's really cool. I've been learning a whole lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's cool. Anyway. It's really weird to hear about, like, Native Americans and, you know, like, the eastern, on the eastern side. I don't know. It just. Yeah, you don't think so, but there's, like. It just sounds weird. You always think of, like, you always think of the the reservations and stuff out west. So you always think of, like, like, Native Americans out there. Well, yeah, or, like, Oklahoma and, like, New Mexico and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really think about them being in New England, but there's a whole there's like in in the area I'm going to be living in, which is in Groton. There's um, the Mohegans are the bigger, the bigger um, tribe, but there's also a Pequot tribe up there too. And then I guess there's this huge I don't I don't remember their name, but this huge tribe that's in Pennsylvania too. So it's mm-hmm. like there's a whole lot of Native American reservations and tribes up there, and I never knew anything about that either. So it's pretty cool. Oh, cool, that's cool. Cool, cool. We'll go check All it right. out. So for the retro game of the week, that's a new thing we're going to do. You do your book thing. I'll do my retro game thing. Yeah. Um, mine is one that I mentioned earlier, Maximum Carnage. It is one of my favorites, mainly because I'm a huge Venom fan. And in yes. this game, you get to play <laughs> Spider-Man. You get to play Venom. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a single-player kind of side-scrolling. I mean, like 
most Sega Genesis. It's also on Super NES. Um, format is kind of like Double Dragon, Final Fight, kind of where oh, um, nice. side scrolling. You can kind of move like up and up and down the street, you know, to fight the guy that's on the that level with you. Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And as a kid, one of the cool things that really drew me to the game, besides being Venom, is that this is one of the first games that actually had the soundtrack done by a like a major rock band. And do you remember the band Green Jello? No. You don't remember? Okay. (laughs) Look them up because you'll remember them. They did the Three Little Pigs song. It was a Three Little Pigs song. It was like heavy metal version of Three Little Pigs. Yeah, that sounds really familiar. Okay. Well, they did yeah. the, they did the entire version. They actually had to change their name from Green Jello to Green Jelly because of trademark uh, cr- trademark <laughs> issues. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so cool. But yeah, it's a really fun game. Um, so that's uh, just go check it out. It's one of my favorites. You can find all kinds of gameplay on it on YouTube if you want to check it out before you can buy it. Um, typically, you can find it on eBay, um, like I mentioned before. Anywhere from like fifteen bucks for just the cartridge to twenty to thirty dollars if you're looking for everything complete. And mm-hmm. there are two versions of the game, even though they're both the same. One is a red cartridge and one's a black. I don't think there's any difference in the two. I think it's just the difference in the color of the cartridge for some reason. Um, but hopefully, my my goal is just to have them both, just for the sake of having them. <laughs> so you haven't you haven't gotten it yet. I haven't gotten it yet. No, I'm actually bidding on it on on eBay right now. I think there's like two days left on the on nice. the auction. So yeah, nice. Good luck. Yep. yep. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. The show. Move on to shout outs and thank yous. Okay. Um, Go ahead. As always, thanks to Brian Mock of uh, Zpoc Nation for helping me out with the intro, helping us out with the intro, doing the voiceover stuff. Uh, like I mentioned before, we've got some more voice voiceover stuff that he did. So we got plenty of stuff. We're gonna do like some. Um, we're gonna do like some, uh, like commercials and stuff for our show. Maybe add mm-hmm. some of that into it to give out to other shows. He's actually already asked for a a um, a little plug for our show that he can put on his. So Ooh, exciting! Yeah. yeah, I know. And then and then uh, hopefully we can get something from him and something from Jamie for a commercial for the his yeah. Etsy, Etsy shop. He's I know he's been working <laughs> on that. Um. And uh, uh, our our friends over at the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast are still doing the the t shirt sale oh, for the yes. um, autism charity too. So go check them out. Just go to Facebook and just search uh, Pittsburgh Nerd, and you'll see it pop up. And just shoot Sean or Ian a message and tell them that you want a t shirt. Twelve bucks, ten dollars yeah, of that twelve totally bucks goes it. to the charity. The other two dollars is basically for shipping. They don't make anything off of it. There's two or three other shows that are that are in um, on the charity with them, trying to get these T-shirts. I think he's got forty that he has to sell, so I'm sure he's got a, a few left over still that he can send out. I got mine in in the mail last week. Oh, nice! Yeah, really cool. So nice. more than anything, it's nice just to have. It's cool to have a, you know one of my friends' podcasts on the front of it that I can wear it around. Show it off, you know, but yeah, more sure. than anything, it goes to a good charity. So Very nice. yeah, definitely go check them out. And I got to say, he checked out, he did watch IT Crowd because on his show, Yay! some of the guys were giving him shit and he didn't really like it. So, but oh, boo! Yeah, it's not for everybody <laughs> and that's fine. 
but I'm not... I'm just glad that he that he at least watched it. He said he said there was a few moments where it was kind of like you know laugh out loud funny, but it just really wasn't his cup of tea, and that's totally yeah. cool. I'm just glad that that he got to watch it and experience it. And to me, it's kind of one of those shows that you almost have to watch it and then go back and rewatch it. You know, and 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 that's what I told him. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. You ever watch that that movie? Yeah, I you think. But it. I, I think because it's the same type of humor. Like you really have to like that kind of humor. Yeah. To well, the enjoy first time it. I watched Napoleon Dynamite, I thought it was stupid. I'm like, this is really really. Dumb. Oh my it's god, I love that movie. <laughs> but then you start you start finding yourself like like quoting the movie, and then yeah. you go back and you yep. rewatch it, and then it's like totally hilarious. It's yeah, it's just so a funny. totally different movie. So. But no, I'm glad yeah, really. he got to. I, I'm glad he checked it out at least. So yeah, that's good. Yep. Yeah. So such a great show. Yep. <laughs> definitely. So what do you got? All right. Well, same as always. I have a huge shout out to Jamie and Ray Robertson. Um, you know, not only do they have like this really cool store that they make cool stuff, and not only do they like you know hook us up with advertising, but they're super supportive. They're like always talking about our show. They're always listening to our show. You know, so I just want to say a big thank you to you guys. And then I also want to say thank you to my brother. He's still working on our logo, but it's slowly but surely. But every time he sends me an update, I'm just mm. like, yes. It looks awesome. <laughs> so good. It looks awesome. So thank you, Jonathan. And it has yeah, everything sure. everything that we, in our within our <laughs> fandom on it. And it yes. just keeps adding more. Yep. It's, it's amazing. I can't wait yeah. to I can't wait to get it done just to share it with everybody and see. I know, like I want a shirt right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. It's gonna be so great. So well great. worth the wait though. Well worth the yes. wait. So. Yep. All right. Well don't forget you can find us on Twitter at eight bit fandom or send us an email at eight bit fandom podcast at gmail. And don't forget to like our Facebook page. Uh, you can find me if you're on Xbox. I'm on Xbox Live, uh three sixty and Xbox One both. At X Bad Wolf seventy nine X, and I'm on Instagram at Bad Wolf underscore Bad underscore Wolf seventy nine. So go find me there. Find and uh, any anything you want to share before we take off? Um, just follow our Facebook page. Every day, both of us are posting like really cool, funny things. So you should definitely come along and have some fun with us. Definitely, definitely come come interact with us. We like it. Yes, it's fun. So, okay, cool. Well, uh, stick around for another retro commercial or something fun at the end of the show. And we will see everyone next time. Bye. Bye. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Science guy.